Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Thanks for joining us on The Breakfast Huddle. A good Friday morning to you. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now to talk about the top market moving headlines that investors ought to be paying attention to. And of course, the potential implications. No prizes for guessing what the top headline is this morning. Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Ryan. Yeah, lots to digest. And here's a wrap up of what you need to catch up with. You've got Joe Biden, US President addressing the Russian invasion overnight and announcing a new wave of sanctions against Russia. And here you've got the White House also authorizing additional troops to be stationed in Germany as NATO allies look to bolster defenses in Europe. And looking at those sanctions, uh, those steps include targeting five major Russian banks, including state-backed Esber Bank and VTB, as well as members of the Russian elite and their families. So essentially, Vladimir Putin's inner circle. Uh, Esber Bank is Russia's largest lender, and they will no longer be able to transfer money with the assistance of US banks. So the sanctions aimed at limiting Russia's ability to do business in dollars, euros, pounds, and yen. So a bit of a coordinated effort with their allies. The White House also announcing sweeping export restrictions against Russia aimed at restricting their access to global exports of everything to do with commercial electronics, computers, semiconductors, aircraft parts. So it's wide ranging and really trying to put a pressure on the economic front for Russia. So how exactly are markets as well reacting to all of this at this point? Because yesterday, what we saw was investors looking past a lot of it to mm. have to see stocks rise. At the end of the day, though, can that continue? Is that stand sustainable? It is a very good question because if you look at how markets traded overnight, it seemed to pivot around Joe Biden. So before he started talking, that was when we saw European markets trading and we saw European stocks selling off. The pan-European stock 600 dropped more than 3% to their lowest point of the year. And if you look at the Van Eck Russia ETF, that is the ETF which tracks the top Russian companies, that plunged 19% on Thursday. And then you had US stocks starting to trade. And then in the early part of the day, uh, they were actually down, starting in the red quite deeply. And you've got the, for example, S&P 500 down by as much as 2.6%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down by as much as 850 points. And the Nasdaq Composite as low as 3.5%. 3.5%. And then Joe Biden started to talk and the markets started mm. to recover and it was a huge turnaround. And I think you've got markets and investors you know, just digesting the latest announcements, the sanctions as some good news. And to a certain extent, maybe the selling was in a way oversold, but it is quite tough to tell if this is going to be sustained in terms of the rally. It could be a short-term relief rally. Some bargain hunters coming out to buy some badly bettered names and these include the likes of the um, big tech names. Amazon, Netflix, Alphabet and Microsoft. So it could be um, interesting to watch how this plays out if you look at the um, way Russia responds. For example, what has happened on the sanctions front is worth noting we have not seen anything um, hitting 
the energy market for Russia. And the energy market is a huge um, part of Russia's export market. And they, of course, contribute about 40% to Europe's supply of natural gas. And it is going to be one to watch because whatever sanctions that the European allies and the US uh, slaps on that market will in a way be blowback for them because it will also hurt them, higher prices, and also their own companies might face some pressure. Mm, and certainly there will be ripple, ripple effects in this part of the world, right, Ryan? What exactly can we expect in Asia uh, when it comes to the impact of all of this? Yeah, we'll find out more from Yip Jun Rong in a couple of minutes' time when he helps us to analyse all the implications uh, for Singapore. Um, talking about Singapore, in the Straits Times, here's one to watch out for this article around how some companies have been affected by the COVID-linked staff crunch. So we are talking about F&B outlets, gyms, bank branches, all suffering from a shortage of manpower. Mm. What's going on there? I mean, I think it is pretty obvious that, you know, there will be manpower shortages at this time. But also, we are seeing uh, scaling back in terms of capacity too, aren't we? Yeah, you've got a couple of things happening here. I think for some people, they didn't see this coming. Um, you've got, of course, Omicron just creating even more cases. You know, I think we're looking at record highs recently. And that, to some extent, has affected how uh, employees need to manage themselves. You know, when you get COVID-19 or you're close to someone, a close contact, you have to stay at home and that means you can't go to work. And for many companies, they have started to see a shortage of workers because of that. So we are talking about fast food chains, um, gyms, bank branches, and talking about banks, UOB had to temporarily close some branches or part of their branches due to staffing issues. One of them was Vivo City. That branch was shut between February 22nd to 24th. Uh, Rituals Gym, the Orchard branch, that had to shut down for four hours because there were just not enough coaches to go around. Many of them were down with COVID-19. Uh, also worth noting, on February 15, sometime two weeks ago, you've got SPS Transit noting an unprecedented surge in bus drivers reporting ill with a shortage of nearly 80 bus drivers. So that resulted in longer waiting times for some bus services. So you might have noticed that when you were on the roads. And also in the news this week, a shortage of donuts, or at least the people running Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, they have now been shut down temporarily, at least uh, that's what they are saying, because of operational issues. So mm, could this that, is really being felt across the board. So are you reading operational issues as manpower shortage as well? Or yeah, I'm could it be reading other between things? the lines. It could be many <laughs> other things, but it seems to be a trend that's playing out across the business landscape. Hey, a shortage of donuts is a very serious thing, okay? Because, I mean, really, we all need our donut fix. But you know that whole thing about gyms? Come on, haven't people just moved to working out at home? Yeah, there is quite a bit to adjust with the Omicron variant. And in fact, I think if you've been reading the headlines recently, uh, we've had to push back the easing or at least a streamlining of some measures uh, because of the spike in Omicron number cases. So that is um, something we are still watching out for. And I think investors will also be uh, trying to monitor this in terms of the impact of some of these um, business and sectors that are being felt, um, these Omicron impacts. Thanks very much for that, Ryan. Ryan will be back at 7.35 with your financial update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.